Hello, and welcome back to the Side Thing Podcast. It has been a couple weeks now, to be honest, it's been a couple weeks. Um, but I did try to record this. Uh, according to my file, it says it was 14 days ago. Whoops! Um, now I sat down to record it, and it was like a rainy day, and it was- it turned out okay, but I feel like my thoughts were just really jumbled. And also, my voice sounded really weird in multiple different clips, and then there was also stuff that I wanted to re-record because it didn't make sense or I forgot some details. And then when I was editing it, I was like, okay, this is a hot mess. So I deleted it, and I decided that I would just wait, and the next time I'd record, I would talk about all of the things that have happened between when I last recorded, or the last that you've heard, and now. And I'm also recording this in a new way. Um, before I was doing voice memos, and then I would just free flow, like talk, and then go back and edit it, and now I'm doing it different. <laughs> I'm trying in GarageBand, I'm just recording into the file, and then I'm gonna do it section by section, recording as I go, so then hopefully when I'm done, it's also going to be edited. And that will save me buckets of time. So I'll let you know what I think of this process at the end of the episode, but already it's feeling better. Plus, I just noticed that there's a notepad that you can pop out on or within the GarageBand interface, and so I typed out a little outline of all the things that I want to talk about, so I'm feeling very on top of it, and that's all. Okay, next life update. Uh, work has been pretty busy. Um, I don't know if it's just like summer, so people are taking vacations, but it just, it's been feeling like time is flying, tons of work is coming in and going out, and it's just quite a lot. And then beyond work, uh, life's been pretty good, pretty normal. I've been going on a lot of walks, doing some organizing in the home. Um, yesterday, actually, I cleaned up my artist loft space. I don't really know what to call it. It's like my desk area, but also it's where I store art supplies, different kinds of papers, the printers up here. This is just where all of the creative things are supposed to happen. All of the creative messes in one area. Um, and it had been kind of piling up, okay? And it wasn't laid out the exact way I wanted. The drawers were no longer organized. And yesterday, I had had enough. Now I'm not sure how long it will stay this way, but it looks a lot better. It feels a lot more open and... I don't know. I think there's really something to be said about having a clean workspace. Like any time I have a messy workspace, I doubt if that's really a thing, but then once I clean it, I suddenly am like, oh yeah, it does have an impact. Plus, just a little tip, I kind of have a hunch. Well, I guess it's not really a hunch. It's just something that I've noticed. Um, if you're kind of feeling like you want to do something creative, but you don't really have any ideas, just organize your stuff. Because you might find an old sketchbook, you might find something that's like half done, 
or you, oh, I didn't know I had clay. Well, now you can do clay stuff. So I highly recommend that. Um, I found a lot of stuff that I'd forgotten about, whether it was things that I had made or old. Um, I used to do block printing for Tay and Tav, and I found the old blocks that I had carved, and so I like looked at those, and then there was like old inventory that I was looking through, and then I found old sketchbooks, which you'll have to let me know. Um, you can you can at me on threads or send me a message or something. Maybe I'll even put something up on my Instagram story and you can respond to that. We'll see uh, we'll see how good I am at social media after recording this episode. Um, but I wanted to know if you guys would think that going through a sketchbook, kind of like a sketchbook tour, um, but on the podcast would be fun. Like going page by page, talking about what's in there, like if it was for school or if it was a practice thing or a brainstorming page. I don't know. I just think it could be fun to walk down sketchbook memory lane and it would kind of be a different format. So let me know what you think. I am intrigued by the idea, so I might just do it anyways, but for engagement purposes, I would highly appreciate the mention. So moving on. So I thought I would start off today talking about the projects that I mentioned either in last week's episode, <laughs> last week, um, no, the last episode I posted, which wasn't last week, but previously on the Side Thing podcast, uh, I mentioned some projects that I was either close to finishing up, um, or I've since decided I'm just gonna put away and not really focus on because I don't want to or I don't need to. So, first, thing I finished is the thread up project. Um, I figured out the little spacing issue. Um, if you go to my last Instagram post, in the mock-up of the brochure, I kind of circled and wrote on top of it what areas I was still kind of figuring out. Um, I was going to add more information to them, and there was stuff on the website, like little fun facts about the brand or about their you know, mission and stuff, but ultimately I had all of the information in the brochure that they are currently sending out, and so seemingly that is plenty for their purpose, and I ultimately didn't think that adding extra information was actually going to be worth it, so instead of making it more busy, I decided instead that I would just rework the current layout with the current amount of content, um, and now those spaces are gone. So now I'm focusing on getting those mock-ups updated and then also working it into my portfolio website. I'm not exactly sure how I want to present the brochure. Maybe I'll break it down into like color and layout. We'll see. Uh, it's not really a top priority, but that is where we're at. Then the update on the painted frames. Um, I have painted more coats on them. There's red, the blue is back. It was gone for a second. Now there's some yellow, some green. There's a lot happening, but they are all in a basket because while that was fun, um, I'm saving them for another time. I don't exactly know what I want to do with them. I enjoyed the process. I think hours spent painting the frames was something that I needed. 
but now they're just gonna chill. Another thing that is just gonna chill is the Tavi infographic. Um, I kind of made backwards progress on this one. It was originally gonna be an eight and a half by 11, and it was gonna be for my parents when I was going out of town, but that happened. I didn't finish the infographic in time. And then the more I was working on it, the more I thought it really didn't make sense to make it an eight and a half by 11. It was just kind of a restrictive size and I wanted more information and ultimately I decided I would do a long scrolling thing that they could have on their phones, but that required a complete redesign and I just didn't really feel like starting from square one. So while I think it's a fun idea and I would love to revisit in the future, I don't have any plans on leaving Tavi with my parents for such a long time in the near future. Did I just say that? Um, yeah, so I'm tabling it and that's all. So I had a freelance project and it was a concert poster and honestly it was like the most idyllic freelance situation. The client had reached out with plenty of time before the deadline, they were super communicative, the revision process was pretty seamless, and we ended up making a poster design with a custom illustration that everyone was real happy with. It was real cool how creative they wanted to be with it. Their concept was to have a woman in a garden, um, and then it ended up being this woman was in the garden, and she's like wearing this hat, but actually the hat is a flower, so she's like one with the garden. Um, and it was really fun. I did it on my iPad. I used Procreate. I did the lettering, the illustration. Um, it was kind of a limited color palette situation. Uh, part of the design process with them, when I sent the concept sketches for layout ideas, I also sent three different color palette options. The one that they ended up choosing has a light beige color, a red color, which I used for her hair, and then there were blue flowers, green grass, um, nothing too crazy there. But I will say something that was different with this project was the way that I used color throughout the composition. Um, in a way, it kind of has color blocking. If you go to the podcast Instagram at the side thing podcast um, there will be photos of this and you'll see that the bottom is green and that's where I put the event information so what they're performing where they're performing it when and the part about free admission um, and then the blue flowers that kind of like swirls up into the sky that acts as a decorative sort of barrier between the top information and the bottom information. It also brings the blue color from the bottom, like below the artist's names, kind of underneath them and then a little bit up behind. So it brings attention to it and it also kind of supports it. It gives it some sort of, kind of it grounds it, it anchors I guess you could say. And then the red that's used in the woman's hair is also similar to the reds used for the artist's name. So that also keeps that color centrally located, which helps highlight the most important information, which is the band and performer's names. Behind them, 
there's the lighter background with this um, golden beige sort of color. Um, so there's more flowers there, which is a continuation of the flowers below, just in a different color. And then it also brings a lightness to the top that brings the eye again. And it also brings in the color of the woman. And then if you notice, our garden lady has a tattoo of an ampersand. And that makes me very happy. Just a little detail that I do enjoy. But anyways, this project went great. And once it was done and wrapped up, there was a bit of time between the design process and then the promotion stage. Once it started getting posted, that was pretty exciting because I think it's always real fun to see work that you do out in the real world. Now, I had only really seen it out in the real world, like on social media. So that's not really the real world. And then on 4th of July, Dom and I went to go get coffee and right when we walked into the place, it was right on the bulletin board. And that was super cool because I'd been checking that bulletin board just any time that I would go in there and there was nothing. And so I just thought maybe they weren't going to put it up at that location. But alas, I got to see it. I got to take a picture in front of my poster. And I don't know, that was just an exciting moment as a designer. Because a lot of the work that I do for my job and even, I guess, fun projects for myself, they live digitally. Or if they are physical pieces, um, like some of the stuff I do for my day job, even if it's physical, it's not stuff that I would see because it's like business to business pieces. It's for, you know, internal purposes at another corporation. That's stuff that I would never see. But because this was a poster for a local band, it was something that I actually got to go find. So that is that project. I had a good time. I'm also similar to the Thread Up project. I need to slash want to create mock-ups and put it on my portfolio site. It's just a matter of time and energy when I actually will do that. I did start it, but that was, that was weeks ago. I haven't continued. The next thing I spent quite a bit of time on since we last talked was painting tomatoes. Not actually putting paint on tomatoes, but using watercolors to depict the likeness of a tomato. Um, it started because Dom and I went to get breakfast at a crepery. And let me tell you, it was a real vibe. And the crepes, they creped. They were good. I got a lemon one. It was like lavender and lemon curd. Quite delightful. And then Dom had a savory one. Now the savory one had tomatoes. And there was a moment where he was going for a tomato and the usage of the fork resulted in a flying tomato. It really didn't fly far. It barely flew at all. But still, of course, I was like, why are you throwing tomatoes at the crepery? And I don't know, that just, it was funny. In the moment, it was funny. And so I thought it'd be cute to either turn that into some sort of logo or little like graphic and it could be cute on a t-shirt or a poster. So I took to my sketchbook. Now, if you go to Instagram at the Side Thing Podcast, you will see photos of the sketches and kind of different ideas I was working on there. And once I'd kind of figured out that I wanted to do a mixture of sans serif, like blocky letters, but also some script, that's when I took to Procreate because it was time to get lettering. I recently got a new screen protector for my iPad and it's the uh, paper-like one. Um, I had previously had what I thought was a paper-like screen protector, uh, but I had gotten a knockoff one on Amazon 
Turns out they're actually kind of different, and I've only recently <laughs> discovered that, but the new screen protector's great, so lettering on my iPad has been fun again. Personally, I feel like my handwriting and lettering capabilities are better on paper because of friction and just the way that pens and pencils are, but the new screen protector definitely helps the experience of drawing digitally. So then I made a few concepts in Procreate, and then I took some time painting the watercolor tomatoes. Uh, we were watching Say Yes to the Dress, it was some random weeknight, and I was exploring the watercolors. I've been really enjoying working with watercolor pencils. Um, it's also real nice because I can just do it right in my sketchbook, and I don't have to have water or paint brushes. I can just draw on the go, and then when I want to add water to it, yeah, I can then bring it to life, but I can do that at a later time. Um, and then when it does dry, or like when I do add water, it's really fast drying, so it doesn't get my sketchbook all soggy. Once the paintings of the tomatoes were dry, I took some photos of them, and then I brought them into Photoshop, removed the backgrounds, and then I brought them into Procreate to start messing with the lettering on top of the paintings or using elements of the paintings within the layout itself. Um, and it was just fun. Like, I don't know exactly if I'll go with the painted version because there are a couple ones that I just did fully digitally and I like how they turned out. But I think trying something different is good. It's a good part of the creative process. I also got kind of ambitious one night and I started animating the throwing tomatoes at the crepery lockup logo graphic, whatever I'm gonna call it. And to be honest, I'm doing it frame by frame and it's just not turning out the way that I had hoped. I wanted like color to kind of splash in and form the word tomatoes and then the word throwing would like leap into existence from tomatoes going upwards and then at the crepery would write itself onto the frame in a very like loose and flowing cursive font because that just seems fancy and French. And I spent a ton of time on it and the animation looks nothing like it looked in my head. And also, I don't even know that the, the one that I started animating, I'm not sure that that's the one, I'm not sure. It was a lot of time spent on that animation that ultimately led me nowhere, but I guess that's practice too. That's all for now on the tomatoes. Next up is mushrooms. <laughs> um, no, but the next project that I spent a lot of time working on was a ladies night invite. Now I was only going to invite over two of my friends that we, we normally will do crafts and art nights and stuff, but never super officially. And so I was inspired by an episode of the What We Said podcast. They were talking about alternating months creating a fun themed evening with their friends and how it has yielded them lots of good times. And so I thought it'd be cute to give it a whirl. And to make it feel extra special and not your average art night, I thought it would be cute to do snail mail invitations. And from there, the idea kind of just kept growing. I landed on clay mushroom ornaments as the craft that we would do. So I had enough clay and I put out the tools. I like put out, um, what's it called? Like wax paper or what's that? Like a baking sheet. 
so that we wouldn't mess up the kitchen table that's 100% already messed up. But it just felt real cute. It was like I was setting up a craft like in art class or something. That was a lot of fun, but I'm getting ahead of myself. The invite design. Uh, I spent a lot of time drawing that. I ended up making it in Procreate. I really like how it turned out. And then here's the thing though. Here is the thing. It's not that I don't like using color in my designs. It's just that, I don't know, I'm real picky. Like I want the colors to have a certain vibe. And sometimes that's real hard to find or strike the perfect balance of. Plus, sometimes you just can't go wrong with black and white or like a dark ink color. It just hits. High contrast, classic. But anyway, I wanted to challenge myself again to use colors because on Pinterest, I'll create different mood boards. I'll find things that have really beautiful tones and I love it. Something about it, it's very visually pleasing. And so I'll save a bunch of pins that are just stunning and rich and vibrant. And then I like don't want to create anything with those colors because I don't know, I don't want to lock myself into blue if one day I don't like blue anymore. But I don't know. I want to get away from that mindset completely. So anyways, I put a poll up on my personal threads account, um, like a screenshot of pictures from a Pinterest board. And then I put little like labels. Well, I guess I just changed. Whatever. There are labels so that people could easily respond to the poll. However, the poll has no engagement. <laughs> um, so then I ended up just trying them all. And within the layout, I decided on the picture that has the dominoes. And if you actually go to threads, um, my personal account is just my name, Taylor Rivetal, and you can go see that inspo photo that ended up being the color palette and vibe we went for. And then it came time for the actual snail mailing, so I printed them on a, uh, I think, like 150 pound cardstock. I wanted them to be pretty, like, pretty tough invites, and sent them. Brie ended up coming over and we had our first of what's going to be a two-part clay mushroom ornament ladies night. To be honest, I wasn't super happy with the outcome of my first clay ornament. And I don't know if it's just because the colors are kind of off. I don't have much experience mixing clay colors. Um, the most clay experience I really have is from when I was little. Uh, one of my best friends, older sister, used to make Disney characters out of polymer clay. And so we would watch Disney movies and she would teach us how to do different techniques with the clay. And then we would make stuff and bake it at their house. Um, and that was super fun. But that she just had a ton of different colors of clay. So if you wanted a bright green, there already was one. Um, this time I got primary colors of clay. And then I had some other random colors that I had lying around. So there was more mixing happening, a little more color theory than I'm used to with my clay projects. But I'm not too worried about it because the next day I made another clay ornament, a little bit smaller, and it's just orange. So like, no wonder I like it. It's one color and it's an orange color. Um, but I made the little mushroom cap like the edges of the top of the mushroom like a little wavy um because that's what brie was doing and hers looked all whimsical 
and so cute and there was like so much color i'm not really quite sure brie i'm not quite sure how you did that but it looks it looked great and it inspired me um so i think now my approach for the mushroom ornaments is not gonna be focused on the mixing of the perfect colors and getting like the dots in there and just have it be this one piece i'm just gonna make really rudimentary shapes and then i think i'm gonna paint them instead the exploration of mushrooms did not stop there um that sounds like it could have led somewhere crazy but no it just led to the watercolor pencils and the day after the ladies night i drew mushrooms in my sketchbook inspired by the mushroom forms and colors in the invite but because i was doing it in a, like a different way they turned out totally different and i really love them to be honest i think now looking back like the invite's done it's made but now that i've drawn mushrooms again in a different way with different colors like i love these i love them more than the other ones but the other ones are already the winner so i don't know but i enjoyed painting them and something came over me it was lunchtime on a tuesday and I was about to add the water to these mushrooms because I had already done the pencil drawing and it was time to add water. And I got out my ring light phone stand and I was like, I'm going to record this. I'm going to make a reel. And then I made a reel. So I felt like a real, uh, real queen rip. But that's not even where the mushroom creation ends either. Because what, like a day later, I started embroidering a mushroom on a sweatshirt. And that is turning out far, far better than I thought it was going to. Uh, I was losing embroidery steam as I was working on the little duck design for my friend. Um, it was just looking really ugly. Like, it was not... It was definitely not going to be giftable. And I knew it wasn't going to be giftable the first time I did it, but I didn't think it was going to look that bad. <laughs> um... So I scrapped it, and this mushroom now, not only is it giving me great practice for the next time I attempt the duck embroidery, but I'm actually having a lot of fun, and it's looking legit. It's looking how it's supposed to look. So I think I'm getting a hang of it. I think I'm starting to use different stitches in ways that are seemingly saving me time and also giving the certain embroidered aesthetic that I'm going for. I was going through my closet yet again, trying to organize it and figure out what pieces I actually love and want to keep and which ones I don't love and should just donate. And this sweatshirt was one of those things that it fits, it's nice, it's neutral, there's nothing wrong with it, I like it enough, but I just don't really reach for it much. So I was going to donate it and then I decided I would just give it a whirl, try to embroider on it, it's a different material than... The material that I've been practicing on a lot heavier and stretchier it's just like you know what a sweatshirt looks like it's that kind of material and I'm just gonna take it one mushroom at a time so stay tuned it's gonna start off with one central mushroom and then I'm gonna try and work outwards so that in the end my overall vision is that it'll be a sweatshirt with a row of embroidered mushrooms in all different sizes and colors and shapes and through the creation of those mushrooms, I'm going to learn how to embroider. And then, ultimate plan, 
after I have the mushroom sweatshirt, I should be at a good point where I can make the duck for my friend. Huh. That's the idea, folks. And that's also all I have to share this week. I've been just crafting up a storm. I'm really happy to be feeling inspired lately. I hope that all of you are feeling inspired too. If you're not, though, I totally get how it feels. I hope that you find your inspiration again soon. Till then, kick your feet up and don't think about it. Or uh, go through your art supplies. Seriously, that might work. My next door neighbor uh, has started his band practice slash his journey into another dimension via loud musical instruments and synth noises. So I'm gonna head out. Thank you for listening. You can follow on threads and Instagram at the side thing podcast. You can also follow and leave a rating and review on the podcast app, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. From what I've heard and from what people say, that's supposed to be the real helper, so please help. Thank you. This was fun. Really enjoyed chatting. I hope that you create something that makes you smile. Ooh, Dom is home. Bye!